Janet. And we're Hallmark Hall of Shame. We just watched <laughs> uh, a horror movie. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we we are in to, agreement. Welcome to Hallmark House of Horror. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> is and, what this uh, movie should have been called. Yeah, and the thing is, you know this about me. You know I love playing Who's the Serial Killer. This there. one wasn't a game. <laughs> it was from the beginning. It was known that in an alternate reality, not too far away, we've got a killer in the house. We've got one or two serial killers in the house. Easily. It's just who's going to die first. <laughs> who's going to kill first? We know they're killing. Yeah. Uh, the movie was called Like Cats and Dogs. <laughs> I chose it because... Let me find the description. The The description... On the TV listing was Spencer and Laura couldn't be more different. Spencer likes cats and Laura likes dogs. <laughs> and we were sold. Done. <laughs> We've got to see how that works. <laughs> I mean, has that ever turned out? <laughs> what will they do? <laughs> so, all right, let's, uh, it's your turn to describe the plot in 30 seconds. Okay. Um, here we go. Um, a psychotic Airbnb host <laughs> double books her vacation home, um, and she has intentionally double booked it with people that she has asked very personal questions to in an attempt to matchmake them. She has her walls filled with portraits of people she has done this to. She then also blurs line of consent in the professional life. <laughs> Of one of them. And the two are very different because one eats pizza and one eats smoothies and they fall in love. Goodbye. Listen, that was like 34 seconds. I'm getting better. <laughs> I like... You really got to the most important stuff. Yeah. Which is the psychopath. I mean, that's what this movie was to me. Oh, my word. <laughs> Whose idea was this? And... Did they think it was a romantic comedy? I mean... I I think the music says they thought it was a romantic comedy. Yeah. But the character choices definitely don't show that they've lived a romantic comedy life. <laughs> or maybe they have. Maybe they don't recognize terrifying situations... Because their life is so rainbow bright, Pollyanna, romantic comedy. Maybe. The the striking thing about this movie is that there's a psychopath at work and so little is done to remedy the situation while it's happening. And then yeah. when like the truth is revealed, nobody's upset. Nope. So Spencer and... Is her name Laura? Laura. Because I feel like the description said Lola, but whatever. Um, Spencer and Laura both arrive at this vacation home in South Haven, which looks like Maine, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out that they have both booked it for two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And let's talk about why they've done this. Spencer's going to be working on his dissertation for his doctorate. Mm-hmm. Which he... Has not started. He has not started, and he hopes to finish in two weeks. He's just going to write it up in two weeks. Yep. And Laura is there to spend time with her college roommate. Her college roommate that she doesn't know is eight months pregnant. Correct. And in the two weeks she's there, she visits twice. Twice. And once, like, unplanned. Yeah. Once is a drop-in because she's so mad at Spencer. It, it wasn't it, a planned uh, hang. This relationship makes no sense. No sense. And when she's on her way there, they're on the phone. She's like, I haven't seen you since your wedding. Like, I can't wait. And they're always talking about college and how much fun they had. And then they just spend no time together. None. She, Laura just wanders the beach taking photos of strangers. Makes, she gets a part-time job. She gets a job. part-time job, Janet. <laughs> she gets a job for her two weeks. 
oh my gosh, what is happening in this world? It was the weirdest. And so they get there and they're like, oh no, we both booked it. They're both mad, but neither one of them like leave. And they do say at one point, like, oh, I've called around, like, no other hotels in town, take dogs. Um, mm-hmm. And they've rented it through, like, a rental site. Mm-hmm. So they say, like, well, the rental company won't isn't going to get back to us for another day. So I guess we'll both just stay here tonight. Like, what? Leave. She has a college roommate in town. Yeah. Why is she not staying there? It's, yeah. Who she didn't know was pregnant. Like, it would make more sense if she knew she was pregnant and she was like, oh, well, I'll stay somewhere else. Like, you're going to need your pregnancy space. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they're both like, well, I guess we'll just figure it out in the morning. And then the rental company is basically like, oh, sorry, there's nothing we can do. And then the owner of the house is like, oh, I'm really sorry about this. Like, blah, blah, blah. But... Nobody is ever that mad. Like, the responses are just so weird. Like, they're mad about it, but neither one of them are like, well, I can't believe I have to stay here with you. Instead of being like, I'm going to go home. (laughs) I'm going to get a refund and go home. Yeah. And they both took the train. So, they could, like, even if they already have train tickets, like, it's not like they flew to Hawaii. Right. There have been other Oops, We Have to Live Together movies that we've seen on this channel. (laughs) And it's like, you know, they're snowed in. It's Mm -hmm. the only cabin left. Like, We accidentally rented half the cabin instead of the whole cabin. Yeah, it's like it was their mistake. (laughs) This one tries the least to make it at all believable. Right. Instead, they just make one woman terrifying. (laughs) Who has orchestrated it purposefully. Yeah. And I think that there's also an easy fix for the roommate weirdness of just make this pregnant woman allergic to dogs. That's true. And then she wants her to stay there, but yeah. she recognizes how miserable she is yeah. and like can't do that to her anymore. There you go. It's such an easy fix, and the relationship suddenly is so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she does, Laura does finally get so mad one night that she spends the night at her roommates, or her college roommates. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work because, like, (laughs) she sleeps with her dog and... On a tiny couch. On a tiny couch, and so she ends up, like, falling off the couch because her dog is, like, wiggling. (laughs) It's so, it's so dumb. Yeah. And this dog is so small. (laughs) Like you can see what that dog is. And there's a different scene where (laughs) she's in bed and her dog is sleeping on her chest, Mm -hmm. but like sideways. Like the dog is on its side on her chest and she's like has her arms around it. It's like no human has ever slept with their dog like that. He looks so miserable. And his head was so still. Like, it looked like he was taxidermied for part of it. Yeah. It was so weird. It just but, felt really bad for him. But then when, <clears throat> uh, yeah, when they're on a tiny couch, then the dog is just like a bundle of, bundle of worms. <laughs> That's a serious condition. You Wiggling. should get looked at. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Get your dogs <laughs> dewormed. Golly. Guys. Before you fall off the couch. Trust me. (laughs) You're going to get your college roommate wormed. (laughs) What? That's what she said. That's definitely what she said. (laughs) She's going to get wormed. She's going to give it to her baby. Anyway, so the other, one of the other mega creepy things, and this is, I think we've, we both... It made us both hypothesize the right thing at the beginning of the movie. Because, like, when she... Immediately we knew what was happening. When she walks in and she's looking at all these photos on the wall of the house, they're all of couples, but, like, not the same couples. Like, it doesn't look like people who could all be related. (laughs) 
No, there's just so many couples. And she's like, oh, she says something like, oh, big family or something like right. that. It's like, nope, these are all strangers. And she set up. Yeah. And then you were like, and killed. And it, <laughs> it felt like that. It was yeah. a trophy wall. Yeah. It was a literal trophy wall. Yeah. A very disturbed individual. Yeah. And then uh, when when they both get there and the, they both mentioned that they had, like, filled out a questionnaire when they were booking it. Favorite color, favorite movie. Favorite food. Favorite food. Why is this part of your Airbnb profile? I know. That's when I would be like, oh, no, thank you. And also, how are you matching people up by these questionnaires? Well, it's like, obviously, oh, they all you need both in life love is Italian a food. Who loves Italian and Casablanca? Because that, that's not generic. That shows a deep spiritual connection. <laughs> also, how rare. <laughs> right. Italian food we both in Casablanca? Love- Are you kidding me? <laughs> we both love Italian food and perhaps the best movie of all time. <laughs> What? Imagine we didn't have It would seem like on that questionnaire, they would have also put, loves cats, loves dogs. Yeah. Apparently this is the one that she left off. Yeah. The other thing that they both put down on that questionnaire for favorite music was horrible. What? <laughs> oh, you're... T- you're just commenting on the movie soundtrack. They, I I was like, how did I miss that? That's such a weird answer. Oh no. <laughs> Favorite music? Horrible music. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's yeah. when Ellen was like, I've got the girl for you. It is rare that usually it's just like soundtrack music. But this, (laughs) these people actually put on music, so you got to see what music they chose. Uh huh. Good point. And yeah, the ones they chose were not great. There's a scene where Spencer is setting up his workstation. Yeah, this is. Which is like this is a soundtrack song though, right? Yeah, this is a soundtrack song. Well, but I don't know because he's dancing. Oh gosh. So, he's setting up his workstation, which is, like, several color-coded stacks of index cards, his laptop, and the, like... A wooden bowl. A wooden bowl. Uh, Very Patrick Bateman. And he's listening to and dancing to samba music. Like a little... But not, like... Not, like, straight-up samba. It's, like, Casio keyboard, the demo samba. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. For your, like, fourth grade keyboard. Um, It's not great. It's not great. She listens to the Casio keyboard version of pop Pop songs. Yeah, she does. She's always sitting on the porch with her little portable radio, and there are these, like, fake pop songs playing, and it's all, like... Mm. If I could spend a day with you. She had sparkles in her eyes. (laughs) What a daydreamer. (laughs) Dream on, get your dreams. (laughs) Head in the sky. Feet on the ground. (laughs) This is toes in the sand. (laughs) Look at her go. She's a girl with a head. <laughs> it was written. It was written by AI. Just <laughs> girl. I don't. I don't know that I've ever done a more accurate impression in my life. There's a girl with a head. <laughs> Just, that's all we know about her.
listen, come oh. to our Airbnb, fill out this form. We're going to kill you. Couch. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> oh man. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> and we're back. Where do we go from here? psychopath who owns the airbnb ellen ellen also runs this gallery and <laughs> oh no we gotta bring it in um <clears throat> okay <laughs> she has this like very interesting conversation with her about her work yeah and laura's very like i just take photos for me i never show anyone which is bizarre yeah, although not the first time that's happened in a Hallmark movie. There was another one where somebody never had never showed somebody her photos. I mean, <clears throat> they've all run together in my mind, but it's happened before. I it it that is so odd. It is really too. weird, and it's I mean it's not like you just have your Instagram set to private. It's like you have a really nice camera. Yeah. You've invested in this, and you aren't showing a single soul a photo. Yeah. It's one thing Not if you're like, oh, like, I'm, it's, because she's always like, no, it's just for me. It's like, well, you can, like, not call yourself a photographer. Like, you don't have to, like, try mm -hmm. to be a professional photographer, but you could also just show people when they asked. You mean like there's there's the middle ground? It's not like right. oh no, if I show you the photo I took, then that means that I'm a true artist. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's it's odd, but also it's odd how much Ellen pushes her <laughs> and just decides it doesn't get to be just for you. Yeah. Um. So like I'll I'll give it to her that it's a, a good idea to encourage her to share her work. But when she says, you have a talent, it would be a shame to see it go to waste. I feel like that's real judgmental on the idea of what is waste. Mm -hmm. Because is, is everyone just entitled to your talent? Yeah. And you, they are? No, no, I'm agreeing with your no sentiment. Question. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. And it's... It's funny because it's not like, in general, there's not just like a ton of money in photography. Right. So, like, the difference between taking photos and not showing them to anybody and taking photos and, like, trying to get them... It's like, it's not a huge... I don't know what I'm trying to say. It When she says, like, it's a waste to not, like, pursue your photography, it makes it sound like she's, like just missing out on this, like, grand life. It's like, well, it's pretty much like this. Like, yeah. And oh, she, no. can, she can work on it and choose that later. Yeah. Like, let her be creatively fulfilled. You don't, you don't get it. It's okay to have a it. hobby. Yeah. Like, you can just do it and like it. <clears throat> yeah. Which then leads to the end of the, of the film being this bizarre leap of Ellen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To publicly display her work in an art gallery without her permission. Yep. Gross. Including a photo she took of the man she was falling in love with. It was... Which is pretty intimate. 
Yeah. And she's just like, oh, putting that on the wall. Ellen just decided she gets everything in this woman's life. And when she gets to dictate it, she even called her parents to come to the show. That's true. Like, so much of it was invasive. Um, and when she's convincing her to show her her picture, she's like, oh, no, art is a, a sacred thing in these four walls. Like, this is art a safe, is safe space. Yeah. It's like, this is not a safe space. No, it's not. She's a she's a smooth talker. Like she has no recognition of boundaries. No, there's that a woman at there's safe. a woman at work who we always talk about how she'll like trick you, like where you're having a very nice conversation with her, mm-hmm. and then you'll walk away and be like, oh oh wait what? I just agreed to do all her work, you know. And <laughs> she's good. Yeah, she's, she's real good. Like the witch and Hansel and Gretel. You're like, <laughs> I was just much. eating a cookie. How'd I end up in this cage ready to go on a fire? Yeah. You're like, what did I just agree to? Now I have to follow through on that. And so it's that's what this lady is like. I But I feel like she wasn't even that good at tricking because she stole the things. That, yeah. It wasn't like she tricked her into agreeing to it. She just took her photos and blew them up and took them. Yeah. This, oh, man, she got balls. Here's what I've been waiting to say for the whole time. Okay, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> sorry I took over the podcast. No, Janet, no tell like us. while I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, I know who the guy reminds me of. And I was dying to say it, but I was like, no, I'm going to save it. I want to guess. Okay. Blonde Brendan Fraser. Uh, no, but that's pretty good. Okay. So, just for a little description, and for those who have not seen the film, Spencer is like, he, he looks like a sort of a preppy guy. He's always wearing khakis and like polos. And he's got long block, he's got like a business <clears throat> mullet. Like moisture wicking polos, like golfing polos. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's yes. got long hair parted on the side and slicked back and then cut right at the nape of his neck. Yeah, it goes all the way to the nape. Like if it was fluffy, he'd be a surfer. Mm-hmm. But it go it's yeah. It's very gross. <laughs> so he'd make a great prince. Yeah. He's got that prince. He's got hair. that prince hair. So he reminds me of SNL's impersonation of Eric Trump. And then you said it. And then I said it when he was up on the wall. It's like he looks like Alex Moffat. Yeah. Alex Moffat on Saturday Night Live does Eric Trump pretty mm-hmm. often. And that is who this guy looks like. Yeah. And then... But more of a Brendan Fraser belt. Yeah. But yeah. Even has like the little they, glasses every once in a while. If they had a baby. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he... And it's... The one thing... Okay. Here's one thing that I give this movie a lot of credit for. Ooh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> because we complain all the time about how like when the two love interests meet we do the movie they have some small fight and then they're both like outsized mad at each other okay they're like ugh you sat in my seat on the bus I hate that guy I'll hit the day I die yeah now I love him yeah yeah these two when they first meet you're like oh yeah you both suck like he's the he's the worst. She's very uncompromising. Yeah. I was like, I buy it. I don't see these two turning this around. <laughs> they they were, and I also think they weren't outsized mad about it. They were reasonably mad for how bad they were because when he's cuz I do think he's far more worse. Yeah. Far worse. I should Far just more say. worse. Yeah. Far more worse. Um, and at one point he's like, I've decided rules. And he just gives a whole bunch of rules and never has her weigh in on what they are for the house. Mm-hmm. But she like has a sense of humor about it in a way that I was surprised. Right. I would have, I think most Hallmark actresses would have played that much more wounded. Yeah. So she had some humor. Especially when he's like, because he, he's on a raw diet, mm-hmm. and she is not. She's a Gilmore she girl. She eats a lot. She's a Gilmore girl. <laughs> she's like, 
she orders pizza and he's like, do you just eat pizza every night? She's like, no, sometimes you eat Mexican or Thai or Chinese. You're like, all right, we get it. Uh-huh. But I liked that when, he, when she like ordered her pizza and he was eating his celery and he was like talking about his diet and how pizza is bad for you. She was just like, well, I love pizza though. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she took a bite and goes, delicious. Delicious. And then he takes, this is why he's worse, because he doesn't have that sense of humor. Yeah. And he takes a bite of the celery and is like, delicious! Like, <laughs> okay, Eric Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a thing. Like, you're never like, oh, these two, they're about to fall in love. You're like, well, oh, these two are pretty different. You know? Which is why later in the film, <laughs> we have such a weird moment. Oh, man. Um, oh, having, we laughed. Oh, we had fun in this. Having spent Dumb romp. two days together just fighting about music and food, she finally decides to give up and go stay at her friends. But mm-hmm. the separation is hard on them. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> because, yeah, and they miss each other already. He misses her music. He, like, in her absence, he goes out and turns on her music and then starts dancing (laughs) in just the worst possible way. Oh, my gosh. Just the worst white boy dancing. And I... He misses her so much, he eats a s'more. He eats a s'more. He eats sugar while she's gone. But best of all, they both are talking to their respective pets about the other one being gone. (laughs) And he's like... Uh, at least, at least she's not here anymore. Tossing her hair around. <laughs> she does have long, beautiful hair. And then she is. He says three things: tossing her hair, something, something, looking all cute. <laughs> cute. Looking all cute. What? <laughs> Eating her pizza, looking all cute. It's so weird. <laughs> So weird. And zero to eighty. Yeah. <laughs> like two seconds. There's flat. been no indication. None. That they're thawing on each other. And then she because one of the things he does that drives him crazy is he does calisthenics in the house at six in the morning. Right. So he wakes her up the first day, like doing jumping rope in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and then he transitions into sit-ups when she's asking him about it so (laughs) always with a shirt on she's telling her dog well at least we're not gonna be woken up by him doing his sit-ups with his abs with those abs looking like that she gets so thirsty <laughs> she for those polo covered abs. It was a very private moment. We've never seen we've still never we've seen, never the abs. seen his abs. She's she's guessing just daydreamed about him a lot. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no Tim Riggins. Um <laughs> speaking of Tim Riggins, okay. why wasn't he doing those jump ropes and sit-ups? On the porch that they have. I think you're going to say, why didn't they cast Tim Riggins? Why wasn't he doing those push... Hallmark, why wasn't Taylor (laughs) Kitchen this movie? Fine. I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's because nobody would have been like, oh, there's been a mix-up. We've got to get it fixed. Yeah, we're fine. We're good. We're good. She cuts the phone lines. (laughs) New killer. Guess there's nothing to do. I guess we're here forever. Oh my um, no, yeah, it did bother me. I was like, you have, you're staying in a beach house. Like, literally just go outside and do your jump rope. Yeah. Because it, it was at one point, she comes down and he's jumping rope, and one of the lamps is teetering. Mm-hmm. And he's so straight-laced. Yeah. You, you feel like he wouldn't jump rope in the house. Yeah. Um, and he could have been doing it, like, on the porch, Right under her window. Yeah. It could have equally been annoying. Also, that's very true. Also, I feel like she should have spoken up when they were making rules. Yeah. Like, and yes, he should have asked her mm-hmm. for input. But she should have been like, 
great, if I'm going to do these, yeah. you're not making noise before 6.30. If I can't play my music until yeah. 8, you're not jumping rope. If I only get to use two towels in the bathroom, which I find <clears throat> perfectly reasonable. Right. How many towels was she using and why? I don't know. Apparently she wanted three. She wanted three. I wouldn't know what to do with a third towel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, unless you just roll it out in front of you. There's no way. There's only one bathroom in that house. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Maybe it's all part of Ellen's evil plan. She, like, took out the other bathroom. Turned it into or a she, closet. Yeah, she cemented it off. <laughs> well, probably with a couple in it. <laughs> The I'm one, sure there are a lot of hidden rooms. The one bodies. couple that didn't fall in love <laughs> are now spending eternity. She was like, you're going to stay here. <laughs> so scary. Because it's fictional. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many things left to say. <laughs> Look at these notes. <clears throat> so then... Oh, oh my gosh. And then there's the baby shower. Oh, let's talk about it. Okay. So, after spending the night at the roommate's house, the next morning, there's a blind date that happens. The roommate invites over Tyler, Mm -hmm. an extreme sport enthusiast, Mm -hmm. to stop by for breakfast. Okay, weird. Really, really bad idea. Yeah, why did this happen? Weird. Um... And she's explaining that this cat guy is ruining her life. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, you've got to make his life miserable. Get him to want to move out. And they're like, yeah, you should plan the, the baby shower. So in one day, mm-hmm. like within hours. Later that morning. <laughs> she pulls together an entire baby shower. And it, it's, they play it like it's not to torture him. It does torture him. And then later, that secret is revealed when she runs into Tyler again. When he's like, did you get that guy out with that baby shower? And it really hurts his feelings. It hurts his feelings so much. So much! He runs down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) They're at, like, a cafe. He had run there to tell her that he finished his thesis. Mm -hmm. He was very excited about it. It was a nice moment. Um, and then he finds out that the baby shower was to ruin his life, (laughs) get him out of the house. And then he runs away. But then that's the weird thing is that she's like, no, Spencer, it wasn't like that. It's like, well, it was like, why are you pretending like you didn't want him out of the house? Of course you did. Right. And that, yeah, the whole fight was very strange. And And then she's like, it wasn't like that. I thought you hated me. And it's like, so that's why you threw a baby shower? Like, what? And his response. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. His response. And I knew something horrible was coming. Like, every hair on my body stood up and was like, nope. Everybody start running. We're not going to like it. He goes, I had to pretend I hated you or else i do this. And then kisses her. <laughs> yeah. What? Just <laughs> happened. And then she's the one who's like, Spencer, we can't do this. You have a girlfriend. But he's like, he should be the one who says we can't do this. Like, yeah. why is she? I know, I mean, like, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> be like, no, you have a girlfriend. But. Right. It's so like, like, she doesn't, she doesn't care. Yeah. He's not great. He's not great. And thumbs down to this guy. Thumbs down to this guy. <laughs> and then. The next scene, they're, like, back at the house, and she's just like, hey. And they, so then they started talking about their childhoods, and it's this weird, like, well, things got awkward today convo, but mm-hmm. without, like, any talk of the fact that they kissed. Yeah. And then. And then. Oh, it just gets so much weirder. Because <laughs> then she comes home, and he's trying to make us more. Because he's like, you know, I'm realizing that my whole life is bad. Um, and then, what is he, he like, the, 
He can't keep the marshmallow on the stick. I forget what's happening with the s'more. Okay. But she says the following line. Spencer, it's not about the marshmallow. I don't like commitment. Yeah. <laughs> he says that he likes her. And like admits this, even though he's dating Susan. Yeah. He's like, but I like you. And she goes, oh, and she gets upset. And he's been offering her the s'more and then looks at it and is like, oh, no, did I make the s'more wrong? Oh, And that's when she's like, it's not about the marshmallow, Spencer. I hate commitment. It was the world's most amazing line ever. And listen, she committed. To not commitment. (laughs) (laughs) She committed to her line about commitment phobia. Like, she she delivered it straight down the middle. Props to her. And then goes into the weirdest story of, like, commitment's so hard because my parents have been married for 30 years. (laughs) Do you have any idea how much pressure that puts on me? And he's it's like, like what? what? And his face of confusion yeah. is finally the right note of acting. I'm sorry, you had a happy family? What? She's like, I'm afraid I won't ever live up to it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds rough. Also, she's been out of college for, and I quote, over a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does she not have it figured out? <laughs> Over a year. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> like, who wants to commit? Nobody. No one. Calm down. <laughs> you're doing fine, Laura. <laughs> you're doing fine. You just realized you're the best photographer in South Haven. Yeah, just take a deep breath. It's we cool. got this. It's cool. So, oh, so then they're, like, basically, is that when, what happens after that? Does Um, she go away? Go away. Or maybe it's the next morning. Susan comes. Yeah, because then his girlfriend shows up. Yeah, the next morning. Things are going great. Maybe she gets him a record. That was earlier. Who cares? Yeah, that was earlier. Um, Things are going great, and then... Oh, the next morning, he lets her sleep in. She wakes up at 7.30 to him not doing jump jumping yeah. ropes. And he's out on the... Jumping ropes. He's out on the patio practicing his goodbye speech. Oh, my gosh. It is amazing. <laughs> he's like, goodbye. 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 He's literally practicing the how to word, say the word goodbye. Goodbye. Like, he doesn't speak English. And when people say, I'm not good at goodbyes, usually they mean I'm not good at expressing sentiments around saying goodbye. They don't mean I'm not good at saying the actual word goodbye. I'm not good at pronouncing <laughs> the word goodbye. Usually, I grew up saying goodby. <laughs> so, and sometimes my brain forgets now that I realize other people say goodbye and it still comes out. Good be. Good be. <laughs> Although, wow, I just remembered this. So when I was a kid, no, my <laughs> I couldn't say the word goodbye. No, my brother and I both couldn't pronounce the word funeral. Okay, we were probably like three and four. Okay, I'm or, so sorry that you had to know that word that young. Maybe a little, maybe a little older. Because I remember this. So it was probably more like four, five, six. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, we had to go to a funeral. And it was like a, like a, somebody I'm not really related to. Anyway, whatever. It was like a, my great aunt's cousin or something. Gotcha. But Mark and I realized that we couldn't say funeral. We both said frunral. Frun? Frunral. Okay. Um, and so we, (laughs) that's not how they say funeral, (laughs) but we went out into the backyard. I don't know where we had to be outside and just practice saying the word funeral. Like back. The saddest scene from my girl I've ever heard. 
They had to cut it. It was and so sad. And he was like, funeral. And I was like, funeral. And we like... I mean, what did so the you na- had this moment? What did the neighbors think? And then, but I also like to think, like, what did we think was going to be expected of us at this funeral? Like, we were going to get there and be like, ah, a nice uh-huh. funeral. Where are you? <laughs> Say the magic word to get in. Say the password. Hello, I'm here for the funeral. <laughs> She said frumeral. Get her out of here. <laughs> she Get is this child out. What a moron four-year-old. <laughs> Can't even say funeral. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I have had this moment where I just stood on um, a, yes. stood outside the, and the practiced a word. The I'm going to say is age. <laughs> yep. Also, you were practicing a more difficult word. <laughs> That's true. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good baby. Goodbye. So, oh my gosh. So then his ex, his girlfriend shows up. What a piece of work these two are. And she's like, and then he leaves. How did these two meet, Janet? College. By the way, listeners, we are guessing. We don't know how they met. Yeah. But she's been running his life for a while. Yeah. Yeah. In her mind... He's writing his thesis solely so that her dad will give him a grant. Oh, and where does her dad work? At the University of Uptown Chicago. Which is the funniest joke in the movie. (laughs) Just why? Why? They chose a specific neighborhood in the it's city of very Chicago. Small. A very small neighborhood. That's <laughs> uh, where I go to Target. Mm-hmm. There's not a university there. Yeah, because as he's later giving his like thesis presentation, he's standing in front of a huge screen on which is projected the University of Uptown Chicago. Yeah. And... And there is a university in Uptown, but it is like a city Oh, college. so they were in Michigan. What? Because, right? Oh, you mean where the house, the beach house is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Because they get back and forth. I mean, he's back and forth like... in a day. And South Haven, Michigan is a real place. Hey, way to go, detective. I just didn't That's assume bad. that they would ever come to the Midwest. I just didn't want them to be close to us. Yeah. Now I'm going to... I think I've rented an Airbnb in South Haven, Michigan. I'm not the one who picked it. Definitely be be nervous about that if you do it again. (laughs) Yeah. I had to fill out the weirdest questionnaire. (laughs) What pizza topping? It was like, how do you say funeral? (laughs) And then I showed up and my brother was there. (laughs) Ellen! You ruined it! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, weird. Um, yeah. So he, he gives his thesis presentation. They tell him he sucks because his heart's not in it. I mean, just something insane. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a clinical paper. Mm Mm-hmm. And they give him the feedback, if you don't believe what you're saying, how are we supposed to believe what you're saying? Which is not how science works. Yeah, he's getting a PhD in psychology. It's like... He like it's pretty, it can, it's pretty dispassionate. Theories. Like what? What are they expecting? If he, if this was him giving a sermon, I think that would be good feedback. Yeah, this is not what that is. Or a TED talk. <laughs> um, Even then, I think he would also. If he in fact was getting a PhD and this was his thesis. Yeah. And he bombed it. He would have been devastated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is, but he essentially just uses it as a talking point when he goes back and finds Laura's like, yeah, they hated it. I broke up with Susan. because stay here and My thesis sucks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for her that should be maybe some red flags. Like yeah. He's got some other stuff to work on. His academic career is not promising. No. 
And not that oh, like, also, he is only his career, but I don't think he's got his life figured out. Anytime we saw him writing, mm. he was writing in like courier 14 point bold. <laughs> and if there's something I judge a man on, it is his font size. <laughs> it's like <laughs> size matters on your academic papers. Okay. This is like, what is this thesis like? A thousand words long? It's. And he was, every time he was typing, he was only retyping the title. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. He's not good. He's trying the whole trick where you like bold, yes. double space, big margins. It is, and you're like, Chemistry of Love by Janet Potter. English 205. Fall 2018. It is the Peter Professor Rabbit song from Morris. Charlie Brown. Do you know this? No. The musical Charlie Brown. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. The Seen it. Okay, there's a book report. And you get to hear all the kids doing their book report. Mm-hmm. And then one of them is just, 90% of it is the word very. Uh-huh. He's very, 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 whatever. So it's, he's getting the word count. That's what I think this man's paper is. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Then he comes, he comes back, and then they kiss, and then Ellen shows up, surprise. That woman. And takes their picture and puts it on her wall. And their lives. Mm-hmm. And now they live in that house. Now they'll haunt that house forever. Yeah, it definitely felt haunted. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> All right, man. Oh. I feel like... We can keep going down these rabbit holes, but let's I just mean, go to highs and lows. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta Sh- tap out. We Shane, gotta check Shane's out of this fans. vacation rental. Yeah, we do. Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame. All right. Shame. Hall of Shame. I already said mine. It's that he was jump roping in the house, jumping rope Love in it. the house. Um. So mine comes after they have had those weird missing you monologues, mm-hmm. and then like. The next day, they're together, and they're like, the cat and dog have... My, my, I just realized my fame and shame are within 30 seconds of each other. Cool. So the shame is, the dog has chased the cat, they find them upstairs, and they're just playing together under mm-hmm. the bed. These two are now under the bed in like a, we're so close moment. And he turns to her and says... I know it's wrong. I shouldn't feel this way, but I missed you. <laughs> Pull it together, dude. What just happened? And it is before we see the dramatic Bizarro kiss. So it kind of just sets up these like, whoa. Yeah. Like you admit these huge things that don't need to be out there. It's like he's never had a friend before. Oh, and he <laughs> only that cat. He doesn't know how to like. He's so excited about it, like he's yeah. so excited to have met somebody that he likes spending time with, that he's just like a little bit too much. And he's just like, when you were gone, I wanted to talk to you. I didn't know what that was like. And she's like, wow. And he always has these sad like hang up with his girlfriend like when they're saying goodbye <laughs> yeah. he's always like I love and then she hangs up before she's he can gone. say I love you <laughs> so I mean he's just been really yeah emotionally abused <laughs> by this uh, woman well now I feel bad for my shame well, my shame is my shame that's what it is okay fame hall of fame oh my gosh this was a treat so when he finishes his thesis, he goes to find her at the cafe. We see her sitting at the counter. Yes. And you see him approach from the outside. <laughs> yeah, you do. And before she's turned around and see him, he pushes the on door. the pull door and then pulls it open. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it felt like that was an actor choice. I don't know. I like weird. maybe it was just like oh he's so excited that he like does yeah does the wrong thing but it's just this very funny moment in the background where he's like oh, oh, oh. and then there he, you are and he gets in 
<laughs> so great. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Uh, so my Hall of Fame is at the amazing baby shower they threw together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has just come in from a run. He's upset the baby shower is happening. He goes upstairs uh, to take a shower. And when he opens his bedroom door, the cat gets out, and then the dog gets out, and the dog chases the cat downstairs through the baby shower, which it runs through the group of women, and I, so much joy from how bad this is, because it starts out in such slow motion, like, he could have stopped it Uh so many different points. Yeah. The cat and dog, not even, like, run, it's like a light jog (laughs) through... Through these women, and all of them respond by taking whatever they're holding and just dumping it on their boobs. <laughs> so, <laughs> champagne? Oh no! Dump it on my boobs. Cupcakes? Yikes! Smash it in my boobs. It was. <laughs> it's so such, true. Such an intense reaction to this light jog of a cat and dog. And come on! You can just lift up your glass. Like, it's a cat. There's no... Re- it was... They were it's all... A- at, they were all from infomercials <laughs> where they don't know how to use things. Oh, yeah. And they're like, there are pets. Quick, dump everything on your chest. <laughs> and they all left going out the front door with giant stains on their blouses. And honestly, I could have had 20 more minutes of that. Yeah. And have it just, like, heightened to huge cakes. Just just covered. A a baby shower wildly overreacting to a domestic house cat. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. So funny. (laughs) And one woman, as they were all leaving the baby shower, was carrying a present as if she had, like... And like, forget it. I'm not giving this to you. I, yeah, I hated I ruined my blouse. I'm taking this gift back. I hated this baby shower that you invited me to this morning. Last minute, <laughs> when you concocted it as revenge. Oh my god! Yeah, listen, this movie, this really had it all. It was a joy, <laughs> just a joy. Well, not just a joy. It was a lot of things. It was a lot. But it was fun to laugh at. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. <laughs> I, need a, I, get a, I need a nap. And on that note, good be. <laughs> good Goodbye. <laughs> Give ah. here. Give bow. Give it. Give it. Give ball. <laughs> <laughs>